This is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For part two with Jerry Mack, we continue the conversation of the current pandemic along with current events and not so current events, his feelings, thoughts, and reactions to all of it. I think this is a very poignant section of our conversation, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did having the conversation with the mayor of Broadway himself, Jerry Mack. Keep on keeping on. I talked to my agent, and he was like, how you doing? I'm like, you know how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. You're telling how me how I'm, I'm doing. doing. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, don't, I don't, if you got a surprise check, maybe you should tell me. But I haven't gotten a surprise check from anybody. <laughs> so it's like, I, you know, and they have, and they're, they're you know, the commercial thing, I, the com- commercial agency is like, it's all non-union, mostly, so, so they can do that same thing of like, you know, just say, I'll stand over here and do it and everything will be fine. Right. So it's, it's, yeah, how's that? Yeah, uh, it's just crazy, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so close to getting a dog, and everyone just always tell me, "Don't you don't get, you don't need to get a dog." I'm like, well, since the next time I go back to work, the dog will be able to, he'll be my seeing eye dog, because that's how long. <laughs> oh <laughs> that took me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> oh Jerry. <laughs> but that's the I mean that's the that's I would that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. But you're right. I mean I I got to say I know I know a handful of people who have gotten dogs recently. And it's not a bad thing though. You yeah. got to take care of yourself. I mean at the end of the day here, you know, you got to take care of yourself. And I mean yeah. A cute ahead. little dog. I mean and then it gives you like then you get to walk the dog, and the dog is so cute. And then, like, you, and it, it's a lot of space, so fear and self-loathing can't get into the bed with me. Uh, you know, yeah. The dog, you know, the dog is there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sleeping with the dog in the bed. I don't care. I know you're not supposed to, but I'm like, I need that dog in the bed. Yeah. And just like, and when you, you know, you walk in the door, it's like someone has is like happy to see it's like. Oh my God! I want someone to have be just happy to see me when I walk in the door, right. and I know it sounds like it sounds like you like, like I'm seven years old. Like, why? Why don't? What's going on? What's going on? How do you feel? I'm like, it just hurts my feelings, and yeah. it sounds like you know, like you look at like <laughs> their excuse, but it, all of this is just hurting my feelings. Yeah, this. And I, yeah, I take it for granted. I have to say, that's one of those things that I'm like, oh, wow, I t- completely take it for granted, you know, that I'm with my girlfriend down here, you know? Yeah. I don't in terms right. of the way we communicate with each other, but everything you're saying makes sense, and I appreciate you being so candid about all of it, because I, I've got to be honest, I haven't heard anyone talk this openly about how, quote unquote, how they're doing during this time. Yeah. And you're, I mean, yeah. it all makes sense. None of it, no, none of it sounds like a seven-year-old. It sounds like basic human needs, <laughs> you know, yeah, food it, and water. And I don't know, in Florida, it's like, I don't know how you, got, how is it with the mask and things and six feet apart? Like, is everybody obeying it or it? Florida, they don't care or you don't go out. What's, what's the scene like there? It's highly optional. 
very few people are uh, using it, you know, using the masks. It's you would appear as though things are back to normal in terms mm. of pre-March 13th. You know, there are definitely like and I give kudos to the grocery store here. Publix grocery store is incredible. They are sanitizing every grocery cart. They have arrows. You have to go a certain direction down the aisle. There are more than enough um, employees helping people shift around at checkout. So they're not standing near each other. But as you know, yeah, it's an older population down here. And even that older population is not wearing masks. And that's not everyone. You know, there are people who wear masks. I, myself, and my girlfriend included, we wear them when we go out for obvious reasons. But right. some people are not, you know, obeying that. But the people, like the people who check you out, the tech, they're wearing masks? Yes, yes. The employees, yes. Okay. All the employees are wearing the employees. It's more like just civilians, okay. civilian life. You know, people are just so ready to go back to normal. And, you know, there's, it's a, it's a funny, it's a funny thing in terms of the narrow minded thinking of some where how, how can you not see past the length of your own nose to realize what could happen or happen again in terms of, you know, mass sickness, sickness and death. If you don't take care of it now, I don't know that that, that part doesn't click with me. I don't understand how that is being missed on some, you know, I, 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 it is. Uh, it is a, it's those you know it's the those things when I see those things that I I literally have to stop myself like from walking or talking yeah. I have to talk to my Gemini brand and go don't do it you're about to do it just put that leg down put that leg down do not say a word yeah because I'm 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 Riverside Drive is right here I'm walking up you know, doing my daily walk, and there's a group of ten guys playing basketball, which we, which the governor said you cannot do. Mm. And then there's a family around watching said basketball game with no mask, and everyone's having a kiki. And I, I my body's like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not going to be worth it. Because all I want to do is say, I'm going to tell you, brown and black brothers, that is the reason we're dying more than the other people. Because you're not adhering to the thing. You're not listening. To, it's, it's, we, you, they say you cannot play basketball because that's the worst thing because the ball and everyone touches it and, they said you can't do it. And here you are. I know it's a glorious day. That's why we're all out. We're all walking. We're all trying to just get some fresh air. But you are dying. We are dying more than anyone else because you're not listening. Because it may be great for you because you, you, you guys are 20-something or 18 or something, and you're having a ball. And it, I, I, it looks like fun to me. But when you go home to your grandparents, to your parents who are older, and you you give them the virus, this is now on you because you don't know who you're playing basketball with. Yeah, you could have got you know what I mean. And we don't understand this thing. It's not like oh yeah, it's a common cold. It's not no, which we don't even understand really that. So I look at it and I say. 
I have to let them fight their own own battle. And you, you know the Jerry McIntyre rule. Stay in your lane. <laughs> yes. It ain't that it ain't my lane. I literally put my blinker on though. I was trying to get over <laughs> to the other lane. You're like, I'm getting right. I, I, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then I said, no. And then I went recently to visit a friend in Annapolis. Which, it's a, you know, it's a, like a naval place. You know, it's, I, I don't know what they're... They, I, yeah, I've figured out the whole history, but it's a long story. And I'm not going to go into it. But it's... And I'm going to say it out loud because I can't. Rich white people. Yeah. <laughs> there was a music music festival. Uh, so they closed the whole street. And I brought my mask, and my friend was thinking, he was, we've had our mask, we're walking down. I would say 300 people on the street listening to music, dancing, drinking on the street, marry a mask to be found. Oh, man. I, I, I had to call my daughter, I had to call Jackie, and I said, Jackie, you, I, you, I just... Because I was saying, you have to look at this, because she couldn't believe it. And I took a video of the people, and it was literally like there was no pandemic. It's like, oh, that happened years ago. What, what are you talking about? People, How many people? Well, 10,000 or 20,000, whatever. People died. I'm fabulous. And I asked this guy, this blonde, Aryan, beautiful boy, We'll talk about that later. And he was like, I mean, he said, oh, I'm like, I'm in the Navy. We don't, we don't need to wear much. Like, we're training with everything. You know, we're good. We're healthy. I'm like, you, but you, do you understand that you're talking to an African-American who's, who is at the age should be worried about it. So you're standing next to me having a kiki with it. You don't worry about anything else but you. You know that. Uh, you have no idea. You might be the carrier. You can sneeze, and then then I get. You know, all of it is so selfish to me. Yeah, it, because I don't understand who how you think that you're just and just healthy and handsome, and you can just go like, I don't need a mask. I don't need to obey the rules. Yeah. I, I'm, thank God I've been healthy since this whole thing. I, I'm not, knocking on wood. I haven't had a cold. I haven't had not one thing during this whole thing. Not a, a sneeze or that. So I'm trying to stay healthy. But you don't care about me. Because it's all about you and just walking around and listening to jazz and drinking too much and having a ball. It may, you know what? I had to stay in my lane. I did ask. I asked that one guy because he was kind of cute, and I just wanted to know because he was, you know, the bravado about not wearing the mask and you know walking around like <laughs> that's the part that drives me bananas. That you think like you're invincible because you're a hot white navy person. I'm like, I, that's the part that I had to ask him questions like. <laughs> I'm healthy, man. I think he said, I'm healthy, dude, which you know what that means. <laughs> he just, you know, oh, I'm healthy, dude. And said, so, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
because no, now there's nothing for me to say that's going to be kind. That's that's an extremely selfish behavior, and that is, in your in your travels um, around the world, do you find yeah. that selfish behaviors sit more in certain regions than other others? Yeah, and why yeah. maybe, and, or why do you what do you attribute that and, to maybe? And, and I don't. I, I think it's you know more. It's, it's more when you know I go to the Afghan places, which I I kind of adore the jobs I get in my affluent places like you know the Berkshires a Gunkwit yeah. uh, even, 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 <laughs> even even in, at the gateway in, in Long Island right it, it, there's a sense of privilege there's something you know because oh, they're yeah. affluent yes well, but you, you know you go to you go to other places that I'm going like oh my god Cleveland, which is not my favorite place in the world, just, just not my favorite. But the people who come to see shows in Cleveland, I, the audiences are so just appreciative. And the, you walk around the place, and there's, there's people of color, and it's it, it, not being looked at. You know, every, I go to a, a gun quit. And I would walk into like you know what any restaurant, and I'm the only African American person there. I walk into, I mean, I walk into in Long Island and Gateway. I'm the only African American at the bar in Gateway, and that's Long Island. That's that's New York. That's that's not far. Yeah. And it's you know I walk in the room and it stops, and you go, oh okay, because you have. And yeah, I, because them just leading into another conversation, but I, I, it, I don't fear for my life. I only had one thing. I'm when I was in Naples, Florida, doing a Forbidden Broadway, uh, no, Forbidden Hollywood, and. I walked into, you're not going to believe this because this, this sounds like this is a made-up story. Across the street from the hotel was a KFC buffet. <laughs> which, which, I mean, come on. A buffet? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm a KFC buffet. I mean, that was like, a, that was like nirvana to me. It was like the, the, the skies and parted. It was so delicious. I walked in with two of my cast members who were who were, who were white, who are still white, <laughs> and I walk in, and everyone dropped what they were doing and looked at me. And my two cast members, they were like next to me, like, "You, you should we go? This is gonna be weird. This is gonna be weird." I'm like, "Absolutely not." This is Naples, Florida. This is, these old people are at KFC. We're going to make it through. This is going to be all right. But it was like there's an old commercial, like E.F. Hutton. When E.F. Hutton talks, like no one speaks. You know, so you walk in and everyone goes, gunk, gunk, and looks at you. Right. And that was the moment I was like, this might not be a good idea. This might not be a good idea just because just because I love KFC, I like the original, not spicy. I love it so much 
to, to die for a, a thigh was not going to be worth it, worth, worth it for me. Right. And we sat, we sat and ate the three because I was like, I, I, you know, it's not like like it rose apart. Like, you know what? I'm going to f- sit down and eat my thigh. Cause that, and that coleslaw is so good, too. It is. It is. It's so good. It, but those, that was the one time that I thought, uh, this, not, this might go different than I thought. And of all places, Naples, Florida, at a KFC buffet, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, yeah. My, gu- my guard was so down. Like, I, like I, if I was going someplace, you know, a bar or something late at night, I would have my guard up and just be checking around. My guard was so down. And we, you know, the three of us came in, just having a little kiki, talking about the show, and blah, blah, blah. And not one person made a sound. Oh, my God. I, 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 uh, and yeah, I have witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. That stuff to me is like, but when I go to a dunkle, I'm, I'm, I love it. You know, I mean, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I'm the only black one in there. And I, you know, and they, you know I've been there for a long time and I go into the red line and it's not just really Stockbridge. Yeah. Doing uh, you know, versus being a group, and they're like, "Oh my, oh you remember? Me? Oh my God, it's so good!" Oh. And you know, they're like, "You know that you remember him? He's a black guy who always comes in." It's like, "Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. You treat me with respect." I, you know, I go into the the fantastic deli and has the best chicken salad. I walk in there and I go, oh, and they're like, "Oh, it's him!" Like it is, it's tough. Because, you know, they just don't see enough of us there. Right. Yeah. That, that's the, the thing. You know, they don't, I don't know why African-Americans don't go to the Berkshires or Gateway or, you know, I just, I, 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 it just is a, it's just a fact. Mm. You know, I don't, I, I will, I don't know why, I don't, I don't know if there's a better vacation place that they I'm not on the newsletter and they didn't tell me where they're going but I you know the places I work is always that situation yeah yeah do you do you feel that or what do you feel Aaron and what do you and in terms of hope for with the whole with all of Black Lives Matter in terms of you know theater in the workplace in these towns that you go to, the affluent towns that are, you know, hiring us to do these shows and you're, you know, you're there and you're experiencing, I mean, and you're experiencing New York right now because that's like there yeah. are massive movements happening and yeah. none of it's new. And I, I personally am not surprised and I'm so incredibly happy that it is happening. And in your time, your time on this earth, did you expect to see this? How did you, how do you take all of this in? So the the thing about it that's so uh, when I say interesting, I mean interesting because I've felt for so long that you know, of course, that this there has to be some change. And I I watched this movie 
I can't remember the name of it. It has a, a, a curse word. Uh, um, burn, MF Burn. Yeah, that's... And it, right. it, it opens with, with, with the Rodney King beating. And I saw it last week and I went, I... I, I, I was there, I remember I was in San Francisco, I was doing Once on This Island um, tour, and then all of a sudden these people, like, just, like, you just heard just a noise. It sounded, it sounded like, I don't know what, like, bulls would sound like they're running up a street. Like, it just sounds like, it was just like a, like, like a roar. And they had just done the, you know, the Rodney King, and people just started rioting. They just, they, and it, I, remember going to the back of the restaurant because people were throwing bricks in the window and I was like well yeah because we saw it we saw this man get beaten by like five or six cops with their batons over and over again and by the way it's not something that you should look up again because it just brings up horrible things but seeing Mr. Floyd now we see Mr. Floyd and there's a pandemic. So I'm home and I see it. And I and I have nothing really else to do. So now I'm on social media and I see it. And now I'm round up but before with all the stuff before everybody before, the Rodney King thing, I felt so bad when I watched it. I was like I was, I, 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 it happened. Yes, it was horrible. My God. And then they remember they pulled the, the truck, uh, truck driver out of the car and beat him. It was rather Denny. And I just remember going, right. I did whatever I did. And then I was doing my Broadway tour. I was like, okay, that was great. But now we ain't got nothing. We ain't got no Broadway tours. We ain't got nothing but to sit and watch and for the first time see. This is this is that's why God is a prankster and he's up on stage just headlining. Yeah. I'm not gonna even I'm gonna give you this joke first. There's gonna be a pan global pandemic, people are gonna die and everyone has to stay at home and be present and listen and this is what now I'm gonna give you. Here's my next joke. This is gonna happen and every single person because you home is going to see it. And now what's he going to do? Because he's the war. We were like, oh, yeah, 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 that happened here. Yeah. What happened to those cops? I don't even remember those cops. But now we know these cops. We've seen them. We, we have gotten up and stood up and said, absolutely not. Because of the time and the timing of it is just perfect. Because now you can you can you can text and email them as like okay we're meeting up at Fort Tryon Park we're just having a protest or we're going to sit and have a quiet meditation I can see that I never we never could see that before right and we would, and we would never like be looking at it because I'm like I'm too fabulous I'm doing my show like I'm blaming me on the, on the Rodney King thing because it was like to watch it again it, it the fact. That we that like that we didn't take every single one of those comments like it. It's appalling. So now this thing that's going on right now 
is so unbelievable to me. It is so um, because it's white people. It's, it's Asian. There was an Asian march protest down on uh, Wall Street or something last week, and I was like, "Yes, the white people are mad, and they and they now seen it." Yeah. They, you know what I mean? I get, I, I, and I guess it, because it's like if, if someone tells me something, it's like, oh, you know, this always happens. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that you know, you're just talking. But now you understand. Now people understand. And there's, the, I have, my, I have a picture of this, this lovely Jewish woman, and she's sitting on the lawn, and she's the scientist. I'm sitting shiva with Mr. Floyd, and. Yeah. It's my favorite picture. It, it because this, yes, yes, you got it, you got it too. It's so amazing to see it, to see it happen, and and they're trying to take the problem down, which is the which has been the problem from the beginning, the the cops. Oh yeah. There, you know, that's what, that's the thing that, you know, when you protest and you just go, I'm just fucking mad as hell, I'm mad as hell. Well, tell me why you're mad. Give me, give me a list. Why are you mad? And that's what, that's what the, my government said. Tell us what you want. Which, have you ever heard that from anybody? Not, I, you, <laughs> not in a position of political power. And, the, and that's the part I was like, that, that's the, that's, that's what I was, I know this happened. I know you mad. Now we all mad. Tell us what you want. Because they don't know. They just think we're, we're mad and we're crazy and the police are horrible. And it's like, well, yeah. So you know what we need? We need to defund those cops so that they don't think they're Superman. And they lose their money, and that's what's going to get them the most. Because you, you see that guy, you know, in Buffalo who got pushed, the 78-year-old guy. And I did. They pushed him. And, and then you see him trying to, like, you know, help the guy, and the other cop pushes him away. I saw that, too. I, we, I saw it. Yeah. So you can't tell me that this man was aggressive and trying to, beat you he you he was a threat to you this man was a threat to you so now it's about you we're coming for you be careful because you love your money they all love their money and the best way to get to people and it's it's the american dream is to fuck with their money mess with their money you watch you watch these cops. It, 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 it's going to shake. It's just going to shake it up at least. Yeah. It's going to at least shake them up because we've never gone to their money. That was not, I was just, this is the first time I ever heard. I was like, what do you mean? This, I didn't have to figure. I didn't understand. But someone said, after you said, tell me what you want. This is what we want to get to them. Because you, I don't understand. I have a friend who's a good friend who's a cop. And I, I text them and I said, can we talk? And I have, I'm chickened out because 
I just kind of want us to be still friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I want to know in the police academy what what do you have a class that says I I am I am uh, I, I can do anything I want. Nothing else matters. The law doesn't matter because I'm a cop. I have a badge. And you can treat people whatever way you want. And every, every time you talk to a person, it's aggressive and brutal and violent. And why are you, and why are you screaming at me? What, where, where did you, what, I don't know. Is that the course in the academy? Because that's the only cops I know. Yeah. I was in I was in an immigration jail for two and a half months. The only people that work in those jails that's the the, the the lesson plan that they got. It was always McIntyre, here you. And I'm like, I don't. First of all, I don't. Why are you screaming at me? I'm already in jail. I don't understand. It, you you've learned this from a, a book. You, your penis is not big enough. You have to tell me because every time I see you as a cop, I don't want to come near you because you're never going to give me advice. You're never going to treat me like as a human being. Everything is going to be aggressive and abusive, and I'm worried for my life. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. Because you, because this is on you, and no one has. I don't know. I don't know what the course is. I don't know. It's. I don't. It's a mentality that they all get, and I'm. I'm going to say all. They all get. It's definitely, and you can definitely tell that it's in the on the streets training, because even yeah. with Mr. Floyd, one of those cops was on his like second or third patrol. He was like still training. He was still new. Oh, oh! I didn't even know. <laughs> you see God again? It gets better and better. That's funnier like, funnier. yeah, <laughs> it's insanity, though. I mean, you see, you see the one thing in Buffalo: the one cop going to help him, and he gets literally is taught not to help, right, in that situation. And then this yeah. other, and these are just little snippets, you know. And I heard them from wherever I heard them, mm -hmm. and you know. But it's insanity. You can see it. It's, it, that's a part about it. That's a part about it because now we see. I, 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 my eight minutes that you see that clip. And you, if you watch the officer's face, is my thing that made me. Uh, The the lack of respect as a human being, not even looking at him, yeah, is is the problem. Because if you even if he was threatening to you, and wh why are you not even looking at? It's not even. It's like it's literally like like it's like if you caught a mouse on a glue trap. <laughs> and you just like oh yeah, and you just throw it out the window. It doesn't no, you. He doesn't matter to him at all. And why? Because you have the power to 
kill somebody? You have the power to do what? I want to know in your brain who the hell you think you are that you can put your fucking knee on someone's neck and not even look at them and be like, uh, look what I'm doing. You have the smallest penis in the world, and that's on you. It's just amazing to me. I can't. I can't with it. But, TV, you know what? As, as Larry Kramer said, who's another thing that just happened, another God joke. It's like, and then Larry Kramer's going to die. It's like, oh, my God, stop with the joke. <laughs> it, it's like, you, Larry Kramer, I remember the, the thing when you know, Larry Kramer was here, and he's like, I thought he was, I thought he was violentish. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, 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 I just got here. It was, people were dying. I wasn't experiencing the whole, we can't, oh my God, we can't even open the door with the trans world of how many of them died because of uh, police brutality. But yeah. I just remember him saying, you know, like it was act up, act up. And it was, it seemed not godlike to me. And this is my brain. You know, I, I believe in him. And I, I, I thought it was not godlike. I thought, I thought it was very Malcolm X. And, you know, it's, if there's a comparison, like, I, I, like Martin Luther King would be a better tactic for me. Right. You know, and Larry yeah. Kramer was just like, doing like the same thing. I was like, oh, it's a little, I, but I, I, could, I would write a letter. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it, 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 it's so right. It's so right. Larry Kramer was so right. Malcolm X was right too. We, because we was, we were. I mean, we just. He he said that we would need to act up and take people down. This is this is a this is a forceful thing. This is not a passive thing. You have you have to be aggressive in this event. And people have shown up. I I, I am, uh, as they say in cabaret, I am overwhelmed by it. I. I never thought in my lifetime that I would see just all these people. And not only here, my cousin lives in London. He told me pictures. He was protesting in London. And I'm like, oh, they get it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's universal scope. You can't, you, we all saw it. And you know what? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you know the 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 Tito in the White House, he, he's just gonna do what he does to get a picture. He signed some bills. I think it was yesterday on the lawn, and just like, just you know, he memorized some people who were killed by police brutality, which made me laugh because he had to go through like, and it's because um, someone had to teach him the names because he don't know. Yeah. He don't know, but he's he's our puppet. He's their puppet. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want it. Okay, I'm sorry. And doesn't want to know, from what I'm seeing, doesn't want. Well, that because that's the. Well, there's so many, you know, to evoke any change, to get rid of hate, to see as it, see everyone as one race, to be kind. It's all taught, and if you're taught incorrectly. You can have that moment of I was taught incorrectly, but I want to know. I want to change, and that those are the people to go after in terms of 
an actual change, but there are actual people who do not want to know. And that's just what I, that's what I'm observing. Yeah, I totally agree. I, you know, the, the, the thing, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, the 78 guy that who got pushed, you know, and you know, the president, in Buffalo. Yeah. He, he tweets like, he 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 overreacted. He didn't get pushed that hard. Oh, okay, here's the deal: you didn't get the new script because we, you're on the white pages, but we're now on the brown pages. Yeah, because we all saw it, and you—that's your response as the leader of the free world. That's your response. Okay. So, because now I see you. Now I see you. I've been, I've been seeing you for a long time, but now I see you because this has been going on. And then yesterday was like the first time that you learned the names of other victims and then you signed some bill. How long ago did it happen? I didn't see you. I didn't see him. Yeah. I didn't see him at all. Where's the, where is the where is the leader of the free world when there is a crisis? He's talking about protesting in in a tweet. If you protest, we're, we're going to take you down. That's your response. That is your response. You want to call in the the army? You want to that that's your response. The leader of the free world. That's my part about them. You have, the people who are taking care of the puppet, they're dumb too. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a re-election year. I'm not, even, I'm not even in politics, and I'm not that smart. It's a re-election year. The first day that that happened, I would have been on, I would have been on TV just apologizing to everybody, knowing the names of Mr. Floyd's family, the brothers, all of them. That would be my first thing, because that was that's what a leader does. Yeah. Oh, see a lie, honey. Yeah, it's Woo. it's it's mind-boggling, but also it is. It's very, very promising. I believe. Oh yeah. I think I. I'm, I'm, you know, it's a perfect storm, like you said, with God and a sense of humor. You know, if we didn't have the current president we had, what would the response be looking like? What, where, you know, without the pandemic, what would it, it's like everything happens in a certain order and it makes for a a real cocktail that's, you know, difficult to drink, but will definitely alter your state. Definitely alter your state. And then that's not... Sometimes you just have to put the cocktail down because you've had enough. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. I, I, you know, because there's, there's a, now there's, you know, just, and I, I, I love, I love my friends. I love my friends. It, 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 it you know, there's things too, like you go like, oh God, it's, it's good. It's good. It is all good. I'm trying, I'm, I'm definitely positive about it but you know it's like i i didn't see you at pride i didn't see you at the black man's march i didn't see you at the woman's march and 
and I'm okay, now you're riled up. I'm happy that you're riled up now. Right. But I just w- want you to remember that there were so many other things that you missed or whatever, and that you're riled up now, and now it's your cause, and everybody else who's not on your team is complacent. I, I got complacent for stuff. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let you handle them all by yourself. Because you're 24 and you finally got to go to a protest and then hold a sign. Do you know, do you know what <laughs> happened during Stonewall? Do you know who the first person who was, who hit one of the cops was a transgender person who they beat up? Do you know that shit? You don't know anything. So before you talk, please do your research. And if you're going to talk to me, please do your research and pray to God because I'm coming for you. Mm. Every day I wake up, I'm black and gay and not a citizen. I went to jail for two and a half months for immigration. So you don't win. You don't win at 26 and you can't go to your little ballet bar. You don't win, boo. It's not that we're not. It's not that kind of game. Do your research and your homework, and then speak. Oh my God, that was a lot. Okay, but it's true. It needs to be said, though. And you know what? Yeah. Everyone needs to hear it, myself included. So. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. I, I, as we, as we wrap up here, this has been, this has been a real conversation. I am curious. I, I don't know if I asked you this question the first time we, we chatted. I just wonder what your mother taught you about kindness and to others and kindness to yourself. Yeah. Merle McIntyre is, thank God, still alive. And the thing she taught about, taught to me that I think that is the most amazing thing that gift that she gave me was grace. And it's so, it's so, when you, when someone says you have to go with grace, and when she said it to me, you know, you know she says it to you as a kid, I'm like, I don't understand. Either because she's, because I'm telling her, and and mom, and this happened, and this happened. I don't know what she said. Jerry, I'm not going to do the West Indian accent because it's not necessary. She said, just always go with grace. And I didn't get it. I never got. I never got it until things started to happen when you have a choice. I was at a store, I was at the Dwayne Reed. I was at the Dwayne Reed, and I, went, and I owned an apartment on 49th Street, and the Dwayne Reed across the street. So I would go in there every day, and then the security guard would always follow me around. And I, I brought a friend in with me one time, because I'm just a mean-spirited person. So uh, I, I would take things off the shelf, like really big gestures, like, Oh, I'm going to take this and put it in my basket because he was watching. I was just being an idiot. And I was like, you know what? Then the next night, then he followed me around. I said, 
I'm, excuse me, can you, I, I'm sorry to bother you. I know you're busy, but can I ask you a favor? He's like, what? I said, can you just go outside the door for me for one second? Just one second. What do you mean? I said, just go to the door. I just want to show you something across the street. And he's like, oh, okay, what? And I said, do you, you see that balcony up there across the street? He's like, yeah, what, what about it? I own it. And I walked back in the store. I, that's the, I, I can't bring them down any other way. Grace is the only way to go. The, just to scream and yell and the, the make, even, I'll make fun of him. But the grace part of it, I was like, I'm worthy of this. I'm not worthy of people following me around and Dwayne Reed. So how am I going to get to him? How am I going to teach him something? How, what's the lesson I'm going to teach him? I just want to tell you, my friend, across the street is the apartment that I own. So I don't need to steal, what, a loofah? What am I going to steal? Just so you know. And they never followed me again. So, I mean, that's the thing about grace. Because we, cause my first choice is to curse him out that's my you know yeah. that's, I'm a Gemini so that's my first choice to tell him you know what it's me you want to go outside you, you need to go outside right now because I'm going to beat you in front of your store that you work in and you're the security guard that's literally my first choice and I'm not lying about that because I wake up every day like me but the best choice was just to educate him that yes even though I'm black I can, it's a possibility that I can own an apartment on 49th and 9th. You made me cry so much today. I don't like you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's a long day. I'm incredibly, incredibly happy that um, we could record this. And oh my God. I know someone listening uh, somewhere along this conversation, there will be a lot of yeah. resonating, a lot of resonance in the words you share uh, and the stories. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks, baby. I love you. And I love you. Love and you I, too. and thank you. And thank you. I just, and it's good to get it off your chest and it feels like therapy. You know, I, you know, I think, you know, therapy has helped me and saved my life. I think it, I think we all need, we all need, it's cause it's, it's, it's not normal stuff. No. My friend, I went to visit a friend and she, she owns a monastery school, you know, the, the kids, they all talk about everything. And she said, I have to figure out cause they're all like, they're two and five and you know, the, the, the age difference is so different. So, she says, I have to figure out when I go back to school how I can talk to the kids about this. Because they don't know. All they know is all of a sudden one day I was going to school and then they said I can't go to school and then I can't go outside and I can't play with my friends and all of a sudden some, I'm learning on a computer and a Zoom meeting and no one, no one's saying to them what happened or what it is. 
So it, I think that's what I think everyone's gonna. Everyone needs a little of that. But you have to figure it out, and especially as kids are like, why has Dad been home? Like I've never seen Dad home. Oh well, he's working from home, or whatever you're. But you have to tell the children what's going on. You have to. Yeah. It is, and it, and it. And it's not like I, I like the case of the measles, and so it, you know, it's not. It is huge. It's yeah. such a huge, a huge thing. I, I did this thing called after the storm. Then, then I'll let you go. I did this thing called after the storm in New Orleans, right after Katrina, and we were, you know, going to reopen this uh, youth center, and we're going to do one on this island, and the kids have just gotten back from being wherever they went to Detroit whenever, you know, they, after the hurricane and no one said to these kids, like, how you feeling? What's what to do? And every day of that rehearsal, I was a therapist. I, I didn't know. I'm not wanting to go to school. I, I, I have a BFA in acting directing. I'm sure that helped. Um, but it was the most cathartic thing in the world to sit, sit down and finally talk to these kids. They're like, well, no one, th- we, we just came back to school. And no one said anything. We just came back to school and classes were saying, it was like, oh, where'd you go? Oh, my family went to Detroit. Oh, we stayed here. But like, it's just like, you know, that's what they talk about. But no one said, how do you feel? How do you feel you, you, you were on top of your roof while the water was pouring and no one came to help? How do you feel as an African-American that the government didn't help? Like, how do you feel about that? No one said anything to them. So when they started to do the show, that flood just opened up because of wanting this island because of the story. So they were... I... I I cannot tell you how brilliant and beautiful those spirits are to make it through that and and figure it out. Because yeah. we have to tell the kids. We have to tell the kids. And we have to help the kids. And we have to ask the kids, what do you feel? And why do you feel like, why do you feel like, the people are protesting and things. Uh, my, my my good friend Gina Milo's daughter just made a sign about Black Lives Matter, and I she just sent me the picture, and I welled up because of all just the 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 use of it, the 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 not really getting in, but mommy and talk to her is like. Well, you know, they have these these rights have been denied from them for such a long time, and that's it. They're they're going to be they're going to be taking care of the world. They they need to know what the truth is. Un unsugarcoated. Yes. And that's <laughs> the what I remember specifically from working with you at Kinky Boots at the Hangar Theater. What a time. <laughs> the way you would talk to those two young boys that you were speaking to them like they were adults and they rose to the occasion. 
Yeah. Because kids yeah. are smart. <laughs> they're, they're smart. It's not, it's not a craft project. No. You know, when you do Black Lives Matter, it's not a craft project, baby. No. No. It's, it, it's, it's, and they're, they're available. Yeah. They're there for learning. It's not, it's not like, you know, we're not talking to them like that. Talk to them like, okay, here's the deal. And by the way, the story in history books that I got is not real. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I have no idea what the history books are like. I, 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 I think I, I would say that George Washington Carver was the first person, maybe, that I read about in the history book. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know why I remember that name. That's like seeing this, like <laughs> raising my hand and go like. I think I don't know. Maybe because it's been so long. I'm like, was he colored? Or maybe I said colored because it was so long ago. And like the teacher, the nun said to me, "Yes." And then we moved on. I was like, "Oh, okay." Isn't that? Is, there's no, okay. And there was uh, maybe rose up. There's the truth was our our whole history was erased. Yeah. Which is bananas. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right, I'm going. I can't talk anymore. I'm so bored. I bored myself. <laughs> but you're bringing up a fantastic point that the future, the youth, which is the future, needs to be educated in yeah. an unsugarcoated way because they know what's right. Yeah. Hate is taught. <laughs> it's a learned behavior. It's learned. It is. It is. At every age. And yeah, you're so right. I am curious too. What, what are those history books going to look like? Yeah, right? Because, you know, those kids, I was like, this is going to be in a history book now. Like, like th th this happened. You can't deny it now. Yeah. It's right there. You know? It's, it's, it's in history. Uh, Goodness. <sighs> Jerry Mack. Uh, in the house, honey. In the house. What a conversation. Thank you for taking this time. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for being so candid about your ex your experience right now as well because I know opening up in such a personal level, it, that's that's the stuff that someone can learn from. And I appreciate you really unlocking all of that for all of us. Is there anything else you want to add before we end it today? Oh, no. I, I'm, I, I'm good. I'm going to go watch some more Pinkalicious. It's come to this. <laughs> Well, very good. Thank you very much. You're welcome, my friend. And I love you, and I can't wait to see your face. Oh, I love you, too. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the mayor of Broadway himself, Jerry Mack. Yes! You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. 